It's on, we're ready, we're live. <laughs> Food to go. I'm your host, Beth and Grills, and as usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Josh Minchin. Hi, Beth. How you doing? Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Um, not just me this week either. Our ranks have been swelled in, 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 uh, in, in recent months. We've got a new member of the team who's joined us today. Grace, welcome to Food to Go. Hi everyone, it's great to be here and I'm really looking forward to being a regular host on the show. Yeah, brilliant. We're looking forward to having you. Yeah, absolutely. So, some of you may have read in the latest issue that I am moving on to Pastures New and I couldn't mm. leave <laughs> I couldn't leave Josh to run this solo because it would well, he's just not very funny, is he? So he needs his... No, too, too cynical, too dark. Yeah. He needs, he needs a bit of needs some influence. We, we can't have the doom, the doom and gloom. Every politics each, every week. Yeah, so that's, that's we need, we need his grace. Oh, thanks, Bethan. <laughs> so I know that it will be in, in very good hands as it goes on. So let's, let's get rid of all this sentimental business. Let's get straight down to what this podcast is about. Absolutely. So, a bit of a different intro for you all. Um, we did start in media res. Beth, you're being English lit graduate, is that the right term? In media res, right in the middle of the action. At Waterloo Station, because we've been quite busy in the last couple of weeks, haven't we? We've been putting on and then running the Food Safety Conference, Global Food Safety Conference, Gathering of Minds. Um, it's been quite the, quite the undertaking, so we thought we'd show you behind the curtain and, and just, yeah kind of highlight how much work goes into putting on such a big conference. Absolutely, I am still tired. It was last week, we were in Twickenham Stadium in London, the home of England rugby. It was fantastic and yeah, we just wanted to wanted to really kind of take you behind the scenes. Um, yeah, some, some trade secrets. And we begin in Waterloo Station underneath the famous clock, um, sounding rather more perky than we do. You'll, 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 you'll hear the decline of our voices as the, as the pod goes on. We're in Waterloo Station in London and uh, we're going set for the rehearsals for the Food Safety Conference. Yeah, good, uh, good afternoon, Bedford. Uh, no chat about the weather this week. Um, it is very grey outside, we'll, we it should is. do some cusp river chat. It's very grey and very miserable, but tomorrow the sun's going to be shining on Twickenham Stadium. We're going to light up West London with the Food Safety Conference. Are you nervous? I am feeling the, the adrenaline pumping through my veins. I think we're like, obviously studying Waterloo Station. It's all a bit more real, isn't it? We can see the famous clock that people would meet on, on the back in the day. Um, because you turned around where we're facing, I thought you were going to say, you can see the famous boot sign. <laughs> well, I was looking for the clock, but it's behind us. There it is. Well, I can't there. see it because there's a, um, there's a free Wi-Fi station um, blocking my view. But yes, yes, the, um, the, the, the famous clock, I do know. It's cracking listening, isn't it? It's a cracking, oh, cracking listening. Cracking podcast. Um, so, yeah, we're about to touch the train to Twickenham. Short walk to the stadium. And then, yeah, we're uh, going to be rehearsing tonight. Make sure everything's tipped up. Have you written your speech? Oh yeah, no no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 schools. Yeah. I've, I've written mine. I was practicing the mirror. I've been doing so all week. You're the mirror? Yeah, yeah, getting all the gestures right. I said to you on the train here. You said, "Are you prepared?" I was like, "I'm going to be so good. People are going to be voting for me by the end of, by the end of tomorrow." Um, but no, I am. I am. In all seriousness, I am very nervous. I know. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a big deal after being you know virtual events for so long and going to in person 
it's, you know, when you're there standing in front of your computer screen delivering a speech to a thousand people, it's not really the same as it, you know, as it is sitting in front of, you know, hundreds of people real, in real life. You know what I mean? Well, I was absolutely like, I was chatting to my partner about this week because I'm quite nervous. She goes, oh, well, you've like, presented to like a thousand people before online. I was like, yes, but it's just me and Beth in the Zoom room together. <laughs> and I was thinking, I'm not nervous about singing in front of Beth. So, um, yeah, it is different. But I'm also really excited. Like, massive stage, massive audience. I'm, the agenda's brilliant. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really, really excited. Um, I think our train's quite soon. In... What will be a shock to listeners, I'm sure. We'll probably go and get a coffee, won't we? Cause we will, because we, we live on coffee. Yeah, most of my life revolves around where I can get my next coffee from. Um, <laughs> so we'll go and grab a coffee, get on the, uh, the South Western Express to uh, Twickenham. Absolutely. And yeah. Um, and then get, then get cracking. So we're doing a behind-the-scenes episode if you haven't clocked that. Very nice, very nice indeed. Um, so we'll be uh, taking you on the journey of how to put together a global conference, a very special episode of the New Food Podcast for to go. We've managed to grab a man at the moment, Tony Cornell, um, who is organising absolutely everything at the Food Safety Conference. Tony, I know you're really, really busy with the Conference Bovie. What's happening at the moment? I'm only organising everything because I've got about a team of about 14 people actually setting this conference up for me. Uh, a fantastic tech team. Uh, the, the venue have been great, actually. It's a fabulous venue, Twickenham Stadium. Uh, really excited to be here. But uh, yeah, no, I've actually just had a, got a bit of a sweat on now. so We can smell uh, it. Oh, thank you, Blue Eyes. There's a lot to do, isn't there? Um, we've been meeting week after week, planning this for months, Tony. Days here. Must be really, really excited, if a little stressed. No, it's fantastic. You know, I, this, this conference was due to go live in March 2019. Well, you know, the world has changed somewhat since then. So to be here setting up an in-person event for the first time in uh, nearly three years, it's, it's got to be exciting. It, it, it's fantastic. The venue looks great uh, and the team are, are doing a grand job. Absolutely. So we spoke about going to get some dinner a bit later. What time do you going to be out of here? Because I've got my eye on the uh, tonight's football fixtures. I'm sure you have as well. Yeah, what time do they kick off? I don't think I, I might catch 8 the second half. I might half. catch the second half if I'm very, very lucky. Although uh, I, I may still be here when breakfast is served at 7:30 when the delegates start arriving. Let's hope not. Beth, and I'm sure you'll be joining us for the football as well, won't you? Um, can we insert some sort of like little bird sounds? We're, we're in the home of rugby. I'm not. I'm not. You know, <laughs> unless it's rugby, I'm not watching it. I'm going to get my beauty sleep tonight. Oh, absolutely, yeah. you. Much, much needed. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Tony, we'll let you get back to work. I'll speak to you in a bit. So, Beth, over there, I can see Banter and Dean setting up the new food stand. So. Um, should we go and get in the way and bother them for a bit? Oh yeah, and absolutely. Let's let's well, we're, we're we're live with the uh, the instant commander <laughs> of the Food Safety Conference, Banstreet Sharp. Banstreet, what are you up to? How, what goes into putting on events like this? Hi, Josh. So it feels like the day is finally here, and um, even though it'll all be over in an instant, these sorts of events take about. Um, 
a year plus to organize so lots of hard work behind the scenes we're just putting up our stand to encourage people to come along and find out what new food is all about um, you can see well you can't see but I can see that um, a lot of the food is coming out we're getting the audiovisual ready waiting for some of our exhibitors and sponsors to come along um, so yeah busy busy lots going on can't wait for tomorrow and the big kickoff exactly for those that don't know um, me and Bethany have been on countless zoom calls with banter over the last six months getting everything sorted so you must be really, really excited now that we're actually here but there's a lot to do tonight isn't there can I, can I also just say was that pun intended kickoff of course it was <laughs> that's how we roll at Nathan that's how we roll that is, this is who I learnt it from right <laughs> I've just been thrust a pair of scissors by uh, Les from the commercial team Les what am I doing with this Supervise them or make sure they don't get lost. Okay, I'm supervising the scissors. <laughs> Barrow there's not to be trusted. Uh, yeah, very much a little harder than the team. Um, that barrel they're putting up has gone down a few times. I've been watching while we've been speaking yeah, to Tony. Yeah, I've, I've, I think I've counted four times now that it's rolled down. I'm not at all. You're doing you're doing amazingly. Um, <laughs> I take zero credit because it will all fall down. No. <laughs> Les, how are you feeling? You um you know, liaising with the clients? Uh yes, actually already. Some early birds that got in early for setup and some that have already invited us for a couple of drinks um, post everything being set up. So the sooner we can get done and ready, the sooner we can relax and look forward to tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. Are you excited for tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Best event of the year. Of course. Yeah, day one. That's the kind of, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, not really, going really. to get a better, better location than this as well. <laughs> it is some venue. Yeah. Um, we'll let you and Bo get back to it so you can hopefully finish early and earn that drink. Indeed. Awesome, mate. Thank you. So, Beth's been press ganged into helping Les carry some stuff. I've managed to get out of it. Um, and I have stumbled across Dean. I've come to bother him. So, Dean Patterson. Who are you and, and why are you at the Food Conference? Hi, I'm going to be helping out on the uh, live room doing the online streaming for the event. That's a really important through. part because we are, of course, hybrid this week, aren't we? So we half are. of it's in person, is going online. That sounds like a lot of responsibility. Are you nervous? Not really, not really. We're, the plan's there. It's all good. Uh, solution uh, we're going to test out together later, aren't we? So, um, yeah, we'll look forward to that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what you don't know, listen, is that, like, Dean is the calmest head in the company. Usually I'm ringing him up for a solution, and it's kind of 3pm, so it's definitely gone wrong. Dean never, never falters, never shaken, he's always got a solution. So I, I, it's in the safest possible hands. Put it this way, I've not been asked to do the live stream, and I've asked Dean. <laughs> so, yeah, Dean, I'll speak to you in a bit when we do the rehearsal. Looking forward to it. So, everyone's hard at work putting things together, um, running around, and we're just kind of wandering around the microphone putting people's faces on bothering people is a very important job yeah it is it is I mean there's, there's classes on at uni it has to be annoying oh yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely. key key journalism skill <laughs> um, I have just spied Andy Blackwell from Merck who's one of our sponsors um, who looks like he's got a minute so let's come bother him shall we? yeah absolutely so. good idea so Andy Blackwell how are you doing you've been up early this morning haven't you yeah I left home about um, yeah, it's about 5.30 this morning it's been a long drive but um, we're here now um, 
getting installed. It's taking a little bit of effort, but um, yeah, the rest of the team have just arrived in the hotel as well. So yeah, we're looking forward to, to tomorrow getting started. It's looking great. And you won't be able to see what I'm looking at either, but um, Merck have brought along these amazing bottles of, is it, is it champagne? What is it? Or is it yeah, it's like a sparkling wine, but it has this uh, Candorin, which is a product that's made by Merck, which is uh, like a kind of food grade coloring, food grade uh, like metallic uh, element kind of thing, if you like and it gives a kind of sparkle to the wine so it's pretty cool I essentially want all of my wine to look like this from now on <laughs> well I've, I've been promised one because what you won't have seen is that I helped Andy put the stand together just now so he has promised me a couple of bottles as yeah, a thank mate, you yeah, so. that, that's definitely well, that's, it, that's, on, that's on record now <laughs> so that's what? it what is this no Andy we've spoken a few times I'm sure you've spoken to a few members of the team in the last few months to organise today um, you must be really really excited for tomorrow to actually get going yeah you know it, it's been a long time in the waiting you know it was cancelled well, that was two, three years ago yeah. now, um, which I think, you know, a lot of frustration during the last couple of years with the whole situation with lockdowns and whatever. And this is the first event I've been to in that time. Oh, really? uh, yeah, so it's really looking forward to it. It's going to be a little bit different, I think, you know, kind of lost, got a bit rusty with that face to face interaction, if you like. It's Teams isn't exactly the same, but uh, really looking forward to seeing customers for really yeah, the first time in a couple of years yeah yes. certainly this amount of customers yeah absolutely is there much to do tonight or are you a couple of bits then uh, off um, the next door yeah we've got a little bit to do um, a little bit to finish like I said the rest of the team are coming down um, they'll be down here any minute um, we just tidy up here and then uh, yeah we might have a cheeky pint yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you are also moderating one of the sessions um, on fortification how are you feeling about that how's the prep been going yeah that I mean I, I was from the personal point of view I, I, I don't know a whole lot about that but I was working with the two ladies Ursula and uh, Kate and uh, yeah we, we did a prep call a couple of weeks ago and yeah they're, they're super super knowledgeable on that topic so it's going to be a great discussion I'm um, looking forward to that as well um, it's been a little bit different uh, topic than something I'm used to but yeah it's, it's really interesting topic so yeah look watch out for that tomorrow tomorrow evening yeah, yeah. absolutely so excited yeah cool <laughs>
day two of the Food Safety Conference 2022 live at Twickenham Stadium, London. Woo! My name is Josh, I'm the deputy editor of New Food and I'm here so, oh, we've got we've got some sound guys in the background doing a bit of chat. It will, it will. You, you're doing great. You're doing great. You want to do some more? Yeah, we'll go again. We'll go again. From there, it's a short walk to the statue. A broken system. It's a phrase I've heard countless times describe our global food and drink. So what you hear at the moment is Beth practicing her speech Globally, for tomorrow. She's absolutely killing it. This is probably like the fifth or sixth rehearsal we've done already. And we've got even more tonight with the AVs team later on. So uh, it's going to be a late one. As you can hear there, some, some, some nerves, I think that's fair to say, some nerves. I was certainly nervous. I was fine until I saw the stage and the lights and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be here tomorrow. But it was pretty daunting, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully it sounds like we weren't nervous at all, but my, 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 my heart was thumping even to sort of perform into an audience of one better than the audience. Um, that was worse though. That was worse was than worse. performing in front of a whole audience. As soon as I stepped on the stage in the day, I was like, oh, this is so much fun. Yeah, it was worse. Yeah, to be fair, Beck, it wasn't all hard work then was it it wasn't all busy rehearsals oh no we did manage to sneak off for well a bit of a private tour wasn't it with rudy and chris two of our speakers yeah it was fantastic um i think i said to you the other day but just for our listeners twickenham it never gets old for me like we've been what like three four times now behind yeah. the scenes as well Never gets old. Going on Pipside Tunnel, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget it. It was amazing. You could be one of the volunteers now, couldn't you? That take people round. Oh, I'd be. Yeah, do you know what? I'd be great at that, wouldn't I? You like, would actually, because you're you love a bit of history, and it's it's steeped in history at that place. I could, I could I could waffle on all day. Yeah, and you were actually quite good because you did you did lead the tour of the the, the tour that wasn't an official tour oh, for Rudy sure. and Chris. Yeah, which we know we shouldn't have gone on. But, <laughs> hey. They were so excited, weren't they, though? They were, they were. Let's, let's listen to what they had to say, because they also gave us some great insight about uh, their role in the conference too, didn't they? They did, yeah. So, Beth, we've managed to grab two of the superstars of the conference tomorrow. little private tour behind the scenes before we get kicked off? Absolutely, a little bit of smoozing. We've got Rudy and we've got Chris. Absolutely, Rudy, you must be really, really excited for tomorrow. Have you come from a long way? Well, coming from Vienna, uh, it's not a long way, but uh, it's definitely worth worthwhile coming here to this amazing stadium here at Wickenham, and I'm very much looking forward to uh, a conference actually on a very important topic on uh, food safety and uh, resilience, transparency, fair system. So this is uh, really exciting to talk about these issues tomorrow and uh, the other day. Absolutely, we are really excited. And Chris, as a big rugby fan, it's your first time at Twickenham, which I which I couldn't believe. You've just walked out the tunnel on, I must say to our listeners, the English side of the dressing room, um, which I'm sure Chris's friends back home in Northern Ireland be really pleased about, but you must be excited. I mean, it's wonderful to be here at Twickenham, and uh, I actually walked out the English side just to spy on them for whenever Ireland comes over and, and probably beats England yet again. But what a wonderful place, what a wonderful venue this is. Uh, I watched it on TV many times. I, I always enjoy it, particularly when Ireland win, of course, but uh, it's just a, a venue that's breathtaking. And what a great place to hold an important conference on, on food safety, a really, really big topic. So I'm 
unbelievably looking forward to the next few days to hear what people's opinions are about a very important subject. Absolutely, Beth. So we've done the pitch. Do you reckon we can try and sneak him into the change rooms and have a little look, shall we? <laughs> All right, then. We'll try. Oh, I see how it is. This is what happens on day one of the event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grace couldn't get there on the Tuesday night and uh, missed out on the behind-the-scenes tour. Um, that will be next time, though. I'll make sure that we take to the changing rooms in the tunnel. Don't, don't, don't worry, you'll get the full experience. Um, we did actually work hard, though, didn't we, Beth? And it wasn't just like mucking around. I, some... I worked hard. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Grace and I worked hard. Yeah, there was some actual work done on day two. Might I add, while I was actually on stage at the event, it wasn't as if I was just dossing around. Um, mm. But there was some actual work done. Grace, I'll let you explain what, what, what you were up to on, on, on day two. Yeah, so on day two, we grabbed some speakers and asked them what the um, future food safety concerns and current food safety concerns are. Can you tell us your name and your company? Helen Sisson, Two Sisters Food Group. What do you think are the biggest food safety challenges of today and tomorrow? So I think one of the huge challenges we have um, all centred around people. People being about labour availability, um, to be able to run our operations and deliver the output we want. And moving forward, as automation becomes more important, we're going to need a different type of person. We're going to need engineering skills, technician skills to manage the automation that um, will be needed to address some of these labour challenges we face today. And then in particular, looking, thinking about the last couple of years, the amount of resilience we require from our teams when they've had to deal with everything from COVID to Brexit to avian influenza to carbon dioxide shortages. I think we have to, you know, a big round of applause for everybody in the food industry um, having, having to cope with that. So I think yeah, it's so important we look after our people, we invest in our people, and we give them the skills that they need for today's food industry. I think the other big challenge that is very topical is inflation. Um, we're seeing the impact of inflation um, both driving just cost pressures, but it's the unintended consequences of that. For example, at this current CO2 sh shortage is being driven by energy. Energy is making it uneconomical to produce fertilizer. CO2 is a byproduct of that process. So whilst we're, you know, the cost of living crisis is significant, the unintended consequences to industry in terms of availability of key materials um, is, is very significant. Uh, and I guess the final point I touch on is food insecurity. Um, you know, we talk about sort of availability of food and the price of food, but it's the fact that so many people are going hungry, um, skipping meals, can't afford to feed their family. Um, as a trustee for the charity Fair Share, that, that charity redistributes food to nine and a half thousand charities in the UK but the shocking statistic is that there are three thousand charities on the waiting list um, and that there is just not enough food to meet the demand and I think that that's a current challenge but as inflation it looks like it's here for a while will continue to maybe to be even a, a bigger challenge as we go forward and what can industry and government do to support charities like Fair Share to to address this. My name's Neil Armand, I'm a consultant to the food and beverage industry. And what would you say is the biggest current challenge facing our sector? Right now, uh, there are a number of disruptive influences on the supply chain, uh, which means that raw materials uh, are in short supply in some cases, uh, and key processing aids 
So I think for me the challenge right now is that companies uh, effectively respond to those uh, and make sure that their processes remain robust in order to avoid food safety challenges. And what would you say is the challenge of tomorrow? Undoubtedly the big theme at the moment is climate change uh, and that's going to have a, a significant impact not only in yield but also uh, things like uh, pest activity in crops at, at various origins uh, and I think unless businesses um, plan and adapt for those changes that are coming uh, there will also be problems ahead. Yeah well done guys, That's a, that was a serious effort. Um... I wasn't just sat around, listeners. I was on stage, so... You were just sat around. I was just sat around, yeah. <laughs> I saw um, you sat there. What do you mean you saw me sat there? I was on stage. It was, listen, that was a high-pressure environment, okay? I'm allowed to check the emails and maybe a bit of Twitter in between, all right? That's, that's perfectly fine. Um, I also did manage to conduct some interviews on video, which we're hoping you'll be able to see very, very shortly. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed it's given me a peek behind the curtain. Guys, I'm interested. What was your favourite part of the two days? I'll go last. Grace, what was your favourite bit? And you only came for day two, didn't you? Yeah, I was only there for day two, but I really liked um, an allergens in restaurants panel. I found it really interesting and just speakers debating on whether there should be more stringent testing on allergens. Mm, yeah, I absolutely loved that one as well. I think I mentioned it during the speech. That was based on something that happened to me. I haven't got an allergy, but I have IBS and the amount of times I've been served food after categorically and just you've been there haven't you many times you've accidentally had my oat milk coffee while I've had the dairy one and we've both all gone I think we're drinking the other ones yeah I'm not long into my career here and I didn't really know better than that to be like here's half a coffee <laughs> I've got like four gold cinemas like this is definitely not milk it's oat milk <laughs> it just made me think the training in the restaurant sector just maybe needed to do a review and I mentioned it to a few industry guys and they said do you know that would make a great debate and that was kind of where that was founded upon. So it was really, it's really nice to sort of hear that you, that was one of your kind of favourites. I think for me, the favourite part was the headset, obviously. Wearing the headset. Oh, I, the headset. <laughs> I bloody love that headset. I felt so cool. The power into your head, though, you could see on stage. Like, what, what did you ever half call you? A cult leader? He called me a cult <laughs> leader, yeah. Yeah, he said I came across very culty. Um, so, yeah... Um, I like to think it was just enthusiasm, <laughs> adrenaline, um, passion, nothing cult leader about <laughs> it, thank you very much. Um, but you know, leader, I'll take that, I'll take that part. What was your favourite bit? The favourite, favourite, but the headset. The headset, just that, yeah. the content, the headset. Yeah, the headset. Absolutely, no, 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 I'm, I'm joking, I did love that headset though. Um, I couldn't take it home with me, which is unfortunate. I just loved every moment of it, but I think listening to Alex's keynote mm. was the highlight because that was where we really did look into what the really, really big challenges are. And I think there, and not only did he manage to have this balance of humour with seriousness, it was just he's just a fantastic presenter. Yeah, he was, and that was that moment I think where you know you look around a room and you just know that everyone is just engaged in watching one person mm. and it, it kind of makes you sit up and yeah, know yeah. really really great atmosphere yeah. in the room and everyone's watching him yeah and do you know the, the other session that really interested me fortification that was great and you know that was um, I'm sure that Kate won't mind me saying this Kate Steele who's um, from Shine which is an amazing charity Kate was quite I wouldn't say nervous was quite unsure of whether like 
look, can I contribute? I'm not a food safety expert. I work for, for a Spine Bifida charity. Is it something that I can contribute to? Kate was amazing. I thought the context that she provided, I mean, Ursula, who spoke alongside Kate, provided some incredible knowledge around nutrition and fortification. But the context that Kate provided, and that was another moment where you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. And it, no one's looking at their phones. Everyone focused on what Kate was saying and, and the yeah. real world consequences that, and we don't often hear that as an industry. We don't often connect what we decide to what happens in the real world. And, mm. to, and to, to, to hear that X amount of children could potentially be, be spared from spina bifida if we were to fortify flour was just, I thought it was humbling. Yeah. I, I thought it was amazing. So yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. I, I must mention Andy Blackwell from uh, Moderate That, brilliant. Yeah, oh, didn't he? We love that, Andy. You did, did a great job. So, um, I've you know, I've said three things there, the headset, and two panel sessions. What what was your favourite thing? Well, do you know what? I, I'll echo what you said. I thought all the content was great, and I loved. I loved speaking to our speakers, our delegates, just chatting. I mean, I, I love to think I'll cheer the year up anyone. So, uh, speaking to Cesaro, the networking drinks about Italian politics. Like, I, I love that aspect of going to events. But I think I, what I really, really enjoyed the most, which I didn't expect to, because I was thrown in last minute was a debate on best before dates and used by mm. dates. So for those of you who don't know, definitely go back and watch it um, with Jamie Crummy from Too Good To Go and Denise Brennan from Kerry. Excellent session. Unfortunately, our moderator, Seppi, couldn't, couldn't come. He got COVID the night before. Yeah. Um, so, which we only found out sort of just before the session started. So Bantry, our, our head of content, basically turned to me and said, Josh, you're going to have to do this um, with five minutes to go. So you kick, it, you kick in, you get it done. Grab Jamie, grab Denise, but look, look, what have we got? I knew we'd be fine because they're absolutely experts. But my job, it's honestly the easiest session I've ever, ever moderated. It was mm, brilliant. The yeah. debate was fantastic. It's a controversial one. Some people, perhaps rightly, said, look, you're a food safety publication. You shouldn't be promoting something that could potentially reduce food safety. Jamie and Denise, to be fair to them, come back and said, no, like, we have to discuss this. It's happening. Whether we like it or whether we don't, best before dates are being removed from packaging. So... There's no point burying your head in the sand, you've got to discuss it. That was their point of view. Mm. I was somewhere in the middle. It was just such a cracking conversation for an hour. And again, you know it's a good conversation in the room because you look around and everyone's focused, looking on you, listening intently. The questions are great. People have been getting engaged. It was just popping off online in the <laughs> chat box. So I love that session. I loved all of them, but that session was brilliant. And I think if I could... I think we've nailed the three. I think if you had to pick three to watch on demand, it would be allergens, fortification best before Bowman's watch it all but it was they were they were brilliant they were real highlights for me yeah yeah absolutely there were some there's some brilliant speakers and I just want to give a big shout out to all of the speakers and the moderators yeah. and of course the sponsors as well because what you don't see is is our hard work that they also put in behind the scenes um and they help us put these agendas together as well they you know have prep meetings to talk about all of this and yeah, they they were just absolutely fantastic. So if you didn't get a chance to come and join us in person or watch along online live, do go check it out on demand because it is just truly cracking. Recall as well. That's a, that's an excellent point. But I feel like I'm just going to name sessions. Now, I remember them. You are just going to name sessions. That yeah. recall session on the end of day one was brilliant. You you know when you said to me what was your favourite part, and I was like, I don't actually. I had to. I just you know, like you know, all jokes aside, I had to kind of think back because. It all went by so fast, and because you're just like talking and on everything, and people are asking you loads of questions, it's like, what what happened <laughs> these last two days? 
And Grace, to be fair, was just sat in every session just furiously typing away. Typing, writing, taking notes, yeah. Loved every minute of it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so I think, you know, in terms of putting on a global conference, if, you know, to wrap this up, what would you say is your piece of advice for someone that wanted to put on a successful event? Uh, well, I'd say definitely have a good event team around you so that all you have to do is turn up and speak on the day, which is basically what we did. Um, obviously, there's loads of prep from finding speakers as well. I, I do think it's the content. Mm. I think it's got to be good content. And we built a really, really solid agenda. We had some great speakers. The one piece of advice I would give is don't be put off by speakers that are perhaps a little bit left field or maybe don't come from the kind of brands and names that you're used to. They're brilliant and you need those, don't get me wrong, because they provide, they provide a brilliant oversight of the industry. But some of our favourite speakers did come from those places where we perhaps didn't expect. I mean, like Kate Steele from Shine, mm. inspired choice. She was fantastic. Mm. Um, I mean, she's just one I could name loads. We had um, Joe from Collybox, we mentioned yesterday, was spoke brilliantly. Yeah. These kind of speakers that come from places in the industry where you're perhaps not necessarily looking. So I think certainly diversity, make sure your lineup's diverse for, in, in terms of both demographic and sector. Grace, what do you think? Just to expand on Josh's point, really, I really think it's important to have debates in events like this, just so you can get kind of a widespread of opinions, not necessarily ones that agree with each other, but just to work out where the future of food safety is heading, you need to get different people's input. Very nice. You're a natural. Yeah, it's polished, oh, that one. It's yeah, polished. Yeah, it's not the usual rubbish at the best part of everyone. <laughs> this is this is this is solid. We move it on. <laughs> Quite simply move on. <laughs> I think it's you know it's about people, people that you get to you know look after the delegates. So yeah. as you said the events team and the people that you get for your audience and also your audience they've got to get involved our audiences were great oh, great that's a good questions absolutely and that's what it's all about and that is why i love this industry so much because people want to get involved they want action they don't want just talk and that's what we wanted to create with this event um and i think that kind of brings us nicely to a to a close so it is with a um, heavy heart that I say my very final goodbye and um, I'm sure that I'll mess it up as I usually do <laughs> if you listen back to previous episodes. Um, but it's been great and uh, been great kind of co-hosting this with you, Josh. Well, thanks, Beth. Yeah, I must say it's been great. We kind of shook up, well, we did podcast, didn't we? Mm. Um, in December of 2020 and it's been, it's been really, really good fun. It's certainly been something that I look forward to doing at work every every couple of weeks so uh thank you very much as well it's been it's been great fun wonderful and um yeah in the next episode you'll uh, you'll get to hear lovely grace instead <laughs> i can't wait for it right well food oh no i, <laughs> <laughs> I told you i would well too good to go we'll be back food with to go, not too good to go oh, food to go <laughs> too good to go it's because we're talking about jamie <laughs> The New Food Podcast will be back with a, another episode after Christmas, probably now, won't it be? Or Well, I think we have got one, so you actually might hear Bethan again, despite that lovely sentimental goodbye. You will hear Bethan again for the next episode, which we recorded before the conference. Because we're um, very organised. Yeah, so you'll hear Bethan again, the ghost of Bethan will <laughs> come through your ears, and then, uh, and then that's it, no more. Yeah. The future's bright. <laughs> you moved on swiftly, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room for sentimentality. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you very much, listeners. Goodbye. <laughs>